Welcome to the Center of the Saints. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison King. And we are so glad to be back together recording podcasts. Oh. Right. Um, today we have an interesting topic that is a little bit far-fetched for me, which is hearing God's whisper, whisper, whisper. <laughs> <laughs> it is something that we hear so much in church. You know, it's like God spoke to me and he said, or, you know, it was so clear that God told me to do this or, you know, whatever people say. And and I think we lump it into something and we don't mean, a lot of times I'll say, I didn't mean like audibly, or you might be worried about me, right? Right. But like I say, he spoke to my heart. But my first devotional um, and book was called The Whisper of God. Mm-hmm. And I think it takes me back to that verse in Hebrews, he- Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 2, that says, In the past, God spoke to our forefathers through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son. And I remember saying um, early in my faith, like, well, I would know when God was speaking to me. I would be able to do the right thing if he came to me in a burning bush or made a donkey talk or, you know, whatever, or turned my staff into a snake or, you know, whatever it was. And it's, or my purse into a serpent, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just like those Old Testament guys. Like, it looks like they had it so easy because God really did speak. And before um, there was Jesus, God had to speak. But then Jesus came along. He sent his son and Jesus spoke to the people, but he was still only able to speak to the big crowd that he was with. So it went from God speaking to a few or one-on-one to Jesus, who was able to speak to crowds and feed them lots of fish and loaves and that sort of thing. But when then Jesus died and went to heaven, they left us the Holy Spirit. We all have access to the Holy Spirit. So I'm not going to lie. When people start to talk about the Holy Spirit is within you, it feels a little creepy. Yeah, like, what? Is this a special host? <laughs> what does over? this mean? And I really think, I would have liked to have been around when Jesus was alive because I would like to think in my not-so-humble heart that, you know what I mean? If he was walking on water, I would totally believe everything he said and follow him yep. for each step. But I know that's probably a lie. I'm telling myself. Well, I mean, think about it. The disciples that even were with Jesus... They believed it, most of them. They still had doubts, even when they were seeing that stuff happen firsthand. And then when he died on the cross, they were like, oh, snap. Right. Oh, we thought we thought this was the Son of God, but we must have been wrong because that boy did. <laughs> and, you know, even though he was like, I'm coming back to life, they, they did not get it. They hit the road. Do you ever think maybe they were mad at him? Probably. Like, this dude's been lying to me for three years. Yeah, and they probably were a little ashamed. Well, they were certainly scared. And embarrassed. And embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And their families, they were probably thinking, oh, great. You know, I gave up my job. I gave up all my, I left my family, you know, my friends. And now for what? And so they hit the road. And Jesus had to go back out and find them. So even then, after being with them for all that time, they still had doubts. And I think for me... That gives me hope, and it makes me feel better about myself <laughs> that that these people, these dudes that were with him all the time and got to see these miracles happen firsthand, they still had doubts sometimes and fears and weren't sure of what was going on around them. And I think we all have that in our faith. And so we're like, how do we hear God's whisper? What does that even mean? And I think first got to know somebody. 
Yeah. You got to know them because if I call you up on the phone and I've never called you here before, you're going to be like, um, New who phone, is this? Who this? Yeah. Who's this? I don't recognize your voice. Are you a telemarketer? Who are you? Yeah. But after a few times, you know, the more we talk, the more you're going to recognize my voice. I'm not going to have to introduce myself. Same with God. Like, I think he speaks so much, but if you don't know him through reading scripture and spending time with him in prayer and knowing what his character is, you can't recognize it. So, are you suggesting that if I spend enough time reading God's word, all of a sudden I'll be like walking through my kitchen and be like, Melissa! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'll say, Melissa! <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Okay. I mean, if that happens, we should talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> With a therapist. And um, sign that the dotted line and we'll see you in three days. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, he's certainly capable, yeah. he could do that. And I think what we have to do is flip what how we think about things. And we have to think instead of, how can I hear God's whisper? And change that perspective to, is God big enough to get through to me? Oh, now you're bringing my stubbornness into this. Mm. All right. All so right. it's really like, we're like, I can't hear God. I mean, I don't understand what that means. I don't know. It's like, if God needs to get through to you, do you believe that God is big enough to do that? And, you know, of course the answer is yes. But you also have to be able to recognize it. And I think what happens is it's those little nudges. I call them nudges um, in our hearts. And... You know, sometimes it is little things. Like mm-hmm. I'm walking by somebody and it's like, give that lady a compliment. And it doesn't make any sense. Or pray with that lady that's sitting next to you. Or start a conversation with that lady in the doctor's office waiting room. Mm-hmm. And then I end up praying for them because they tell me. That. I mean, it's like those little things. And then there's many times where I've gotten a little nudge like that in, in the back of my heart. And I haven't done it. Uh, and then time goes on and I'm like, oh my gosh, Jesus, the Holy Spirit totally warned me about this. And I just, I just blew past it. If I had just listened, right, then I wouldn't be in this situation or things would be better. And so it's more like a little, it is that little tiny, small whisper, that nudge, almost some people might call it your conscience, um, but it's more than that. But the more you practice paying attention to it and recognizing God, the more that you, you hear it and see that it's happening more and more. So it's like Jiminy Cricket from Pinocchio. <laughs> oh, little cute Jiminy Cricket. I know. You know, that's what I grew up thinking about was Jiminy Cricket giving you some advice inside. What? In your head? Yeah. <laughs> it's real crazy up in there, people. I'm just telling you. Well, you know, he probably could give some good advice, but probably not the same kind. Right. <laughs> Have you ever experienced a time when you felt God's presence or like his whisper kind of take over your, your heart? So I will say, absolutely. You know, people say, how do you know, this comes back to like being on the right path, right? What does God um, want me to do in this situation? Or uh, how do you know that that's God's will for your life? And um, generally, I'm like, well, if I think it's a good idea, it's probably not what God wants me to do. Um, <laughs> right. Or also, if it's a super like crazy thing, like, hey, uh, go be a speaker, mm. that is nothing I ever want to do with my life. So 
so clearly that is God talking. You know, I, yes. I don't think anyone else is going to say, hey, would you go and preach God's word and just, you know, talk about God's word and your experience and try to bring people closer to, you know, God and Jesus? That's not Satan talking, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> and that's not me talking because I would never, ever think that I was, uh, I guess, good enough to do that. I would never think that I could have everything I needed to get that done and uh, qualified, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. I'm not qualified to do that. And so that is not a thought coming from me. Yeah. So then that's probably God. I have all, I have always said that too. Like if something has been placed on your heart that makes absolutely no sense and something that you would never, ever choose to do yourself, then you know that's God leading you. As long as it's leading you in... <gasps> In line with what God's word says. Right. Not to the bar down the corner. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. For all my people, we just want to go ahead and clarify that. <laughs> exactly. Good point. Good point. Uh-huh. And I, if I do love that. And I, I do think, think Gypsy agrees too. Hey, the little Gypsy. dog in the background. Uh-huh. She agrees with that comment. So y'all, we are in a new recording studio today and we call everything a recording studio. So like her parents' closet. And where are we right now? In Attic. We are in the archery workshop slash attic room with a giant um, elk. It makes me so happy to see this elk. I kind of want to take him home. I thought he had a twin, but he doesn't. So, um, yeah, we're in the studio because it's just cozy in here. And who doesn't want to hang out with an elk? Yeah, it's life-size, too, because doesn't everyone have a giant size elk yeah, in their we, attic. We definitely posted a picture of this. Yeah, you will see a, you will see a picture of this on social media for sure. Welcome <laughs> to Allison Kane's house. What happens in the attic stays in the attic. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, another thing I think about is God gives you these little uh, nudges like you talked about. Like you said, talk to that woman, mm -hmm. pray for that woman. Um you know, God asked me to do some crazy things when I was in Texas because I had to be still for a while. Yeah. And I did not like that because uh, I'm a busybody and it keeps me from actually having to deal with myself, right? And so, I think we all get, we all fall into that. Yeah. And so God was like, I'm going to give you these little tests. At the time, I didn't know they were tests. Um, and maybe they weren't tests. Maybe God doesn't test you. But it was just, okay. There's that opportunities. Woman, opportunity. That's good. Mm -hmm. There's that woman there. Are you going to turn around and go talk to her? Mm -hmm. um, it was this older woman, and she. I never saw anyone with her. She was always by herself, and she was coming out to get the mail. And I had just got done running by the house, and I was in dark clothes with a hood over my head. She looked sketchy. Sketchy at <laughs> night. Uh, oh gosh. Well, into Melissa, and I thought, God's like, go back and just say hi. Mm -hmm. And we were kind of new the neighborhood, um, and I was like, that's going to be awkward. She's probably, who knows what she's going to think. And so, uh, especially because it was long enough after I had passed her that it was awkward. It would have been weird. Not normal to just say, yeah. hey. Hey. Yeah. I'm circling back to check on your wallet, lady. Check you out, girl. <laughs> so I went back, and I spoke to her and just kind of gave her, like, hey, we're on the corner, etc. And I found out she was a widow. And that no one in the neighborhood checked on her. And she had lived there for a very long time. Oh, my gosh. And so I invited her to our turquoise table. And oh. she came and, you know, I would just check on her every now and then. If you need a light bulb changed, instead of having your son have to come an hour and a half away, wow, my husband is yeah. right on the corner. And so that, to me, was like, are you going to listen to my little things I asked you to do? Because if you can't even do those little things, right? 
how am I going to trust you to follow up with the big things? Well, and I think too, the more that we do it, the more that we respond to those little nudges and those whispers and those requests, the more you see, you become kind of addicted to working for God in a good way. Uh-huh. You know, so you see the amazing fruit and benefit of that. Like you brought in this wonderful woman. You were able to love on her. You brought joy to her life. She brought joy to yours. I mean, what if you had said no? What if you'd been too busy? What if you hadn't been in the word and you just were like, I'm too tired. I'm too busy. Um, I don't recognize your voice. Or you just didn't recognize it. Or you felt weird about it, not comfortable. We have to step out of our comfort zone so often when it has to do with God. And then... You see the fruit, and then you're looking for the next opportunity. I know that when I first, um, I've always been a card writer. I think I've mentioned that before. I love to send cards to people. I love getting them. Well, thanks. (laughs) I'm glad. And I really try to, I can't do it like every single week, but I try to collect the people that God is is placing on my heart in a list um, and then send them out. I sit down, and I send them out to all the people that God has had on my heart. And it is crazy how many times over and over again, or even just sending a text or somebody will come across my mind that hasn't been on my mind in a while. And you reach out and you're like, oh my gosh, now, yes, I know why God put um, me on your heart. This is what's going on. Thank you so much. This has been going on. I was feeling really down. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's not a prideful thing though. It's not like, oh, look at me. I'm sending a card. It's more like, oh my gosh, I can be the hands and feet of Jesus, even though I am who I am and I'm a mess and I don't have it all right. I can still do these simple things if I will just listen for that little, still, small voice in my heart and follow that nudge and step out of my comfort zone. And they're little things. They don't have to be big things. I think so many times we're waiting for like the big club of thunder. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't come in that. (laughs) But I mean, like what you're doing is is a simple everyday task. I mean, it's not simple enough for me because I don't do it. But I do texts often. And people say the same thing like, man, God really has you working. You know, God, I needed that today. Absolutely. Um, And so, you know, I... I definitely have gotten better at listening for the cues. I would call them cues because I grew up on the stage, you know. Oh, like there singing you go. And dancing. Ooh, I like that. So God's cues. And um, I read this great book by Priscilla Shire, and I can't remember which book it was, but she said, um, in order to know God, right, you have to get in his word. And why is that important? Because if you don't know the truth, how do you know someone's selling you a lie? Ooh, yes. I was like, ouch. Mm-hmm. And I read something once, and it really convicted me. And we were talking about this before we started recording, but there is a really important distinction between conviction. If you feel convicted, if God is convicting you, it does not come with shame and guilt. That is, that is Satan, and that is you putting that. A conviction is just something where it's like, oh, pay attention to this. God's putting a spotlight on something that he wants you to work through. But this this author said, um, a Christian is in trouble at the heart of their basically religious um, convictions. You're, you are in trouble if you cannot hear the whisper of God. Mm. Then there is something that you're not doing correctly or right. And I mean, I'm ad-libbing that. But basically, if you are in the word of God, 
and you are seeking him, you should be able to hear his whisper. Yeah, and sometimes it's not, uh, it's a nudging, and sometimes it's when you're actually reading the Bible, and a line will jump out at me that I'm reading, Yes, and it applies directly to something I dealt with yesterday. That right there mm-hmm. is a God nudge, or a God whisper. That's or, right. you know, I walk up to somebody, uh, I was with my workout group, and I walked up, and I they said, well, the devotion today is going to be on XYZ. And I was like, huh, that's funny because that's exactly what I just went through yesterday and I'm still struggling. So that is also kind of a God whisper like, hey. It is. You know, like when you're going through something or there's been a scripture in, that you've read in your devotional Bible or Bible study that has really meant something to you and then you hear it in a sermon and then you hear a, song, a praise and worship song that's like based around it. And then you hear somebody else talk about it. And there's like this little theme in your life. And it's right. like, God, it's like, I'm here. I'm here. Let's work on this. Let's do this. That's, that's God. So it's not in these huge claps of thunder. It's not in the earthquake and the avalanche and the, and the hurricane, right? It is in that still small voice and that whisper. And I think oftentimes, I mean, I wish it did come like that. I mean, I pray that God will slap me in the face with an answer. Girl, I want to watch that. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Um, Maybe he'll slap us into 2022 so we can skip all the Rona business. But um, I I pray that he will be more bold because it doesn't take as much work on my part, right? If he came like that, then it wouldn't be any work for us. We wouldn't strive to know him on a more personal level. We wouldn't strive to dig into the word, to know his character, and to to recognize his voice because we wouldn't need to because it would be so loud that you wouldn't need to know it because it would just overwhelm everything. But it takes some, so it boils down to it takes some responsibility on our part to be still, to listen, and to know him, and he wants us to know him. I'm so glad you said character because I do think that... Um... Either way, we could say, oh, well, Satan made me do that. Or I, th- I thought God told me to do that. Does it align with the character of God? Mm-hmm. Don't start using that as an excuse. Right. God really spoke to my heart and said I should leave my wife and go with this other girl because she makes me happier. Right. Um, no. Blessing. <laughs> I, I was in God's word, so he's blessing me with a different woman. Uh, right. I mean, that's right. It has to be in line. We can trick ourselves. The mind. We'll be going into that next week, yeah. talking about how the mind is a battlefield. I call it a corn maze. So be on the lookout for that one. Um, but the mind will trick us and deceive us. And so that is another reason why knowing the word and the heart and character of God is important, so that you do recognize his voice. Mm. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week. I hope it's been a little eye-opening. I mean, there's not really a tricky special formula to turn it on. You can't just, like, go over and turn God on. There's no switch on our belly button or anything. Oh, yeah, and you can't turn him down. Like, when he's asking you to do something that you don't want to do, you can't turn him down. No, he'll just keep telling you. And he gets louder. It does. (laughs) Or just more annoying. More frequent. Yeah. (laughs) Especially when you're resisting. Yeah. But hang in there and send us your questions about this topic. It is a little tricky and a little vague. Um, And sometimes we just, as Christians, we'll throw it out there like, oh, yeah, God spoke to me today. 
And that can be really confusing yeah, and disconcerting and I, for other stories, too. We want to know, you yeah. know, things that God has asked you to do, maybe that you're excited about or if not so excited about. Exactly. <laughs> I certainly wasn't excited when he asked me to step up onto a stage in front of, you know, people to talk and share. So we get it. We've I been mean, there. We ran away from this podcast. I ran away from a podcast for over a year and a half. Word. Uh, before I even talked to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> and now we get to hang out with the elf in the attic, baby. <laughs> All right, (laughs) y'all. Have a great week. Until next time on The Center of the Saints.